Hello, good day, good evening. Welcome back to Black Arcade Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Minx. This is season one, episode four, entitled An Exciting New Chapter in the Annals of Erotica. These, uh, these titles, I don't know about these titles. Shame. 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 Not one has worked for me. I am purposely not skipping ahead, but you are zero for four right now. <laughs> this episode was written by Ben Carlin, directed by Jake Schreier. I have to say, I wasn't the biggest fan of this episode. I gave it a 7.8 out of 10. I think I stated it very clearly last episode. I am getting really tired of the Joyce needs to learn a lesson every episode. I think we need to move past that because it is getting old. It's just becoming a circle pattern and this isn't a sitcom. And thus, I would like for her not to always need Doug to give her the real life business before she gets her shit together. And she never takes real ownership of her actions and it's getting irritating. And then the other side plot this episode with Doug and the employees and, and his plans without really consulting his partner that was rather shitty uh <laughs> just not the the best episode so let's start with joyce um the issue is coming out they're gonna have a press conference joyce is charged with getting the uh the model what was his name i don't remember <laughs> he was not my type but getting him to be prepared shane that was his name getting him prepared to answer questions and she's trying to prop him up like this model for feminism instead of what women are going to be attracted to this magazine initially for which is the sexual appeal of shane so they don't care about what his thoughts on right now they just care about what his sign is and what does he like to do on the weekends hey how you doing love mama let me whisper in your ear tell you something that you might like Got a body. he's also not the sharpest tool in the shed and joyce is very embarrassed by this she seems to um and I get, I get the whole idea this is a flip side of how people probably, particularly men, treat Bambi. She's just, you know, all body and beauty and no brains. And it's the same way for poor Shane, who's a fireman, can clearly be a good fireman, but is rather even on the outs within his own crowd because males you have to be a certain masculinity factor to be acceptable in society being someone who's vulnerable or someone who would rescue a kitty because why not is considered feminine 
because there's this idea that boys can do this and girls can do that and they're not supposed to cross at all because that's how you get gay people why are you gay that is of course a ridiculous idea but that is exactly how people in the 70s particularly suburban bourgeois culture <laughs> thought at the time and still do in certain parts of this country so uh he's ridiculed at his station for being someone who's not a man's man who likes things like gardening and treating his girl right and despite the fact that you know she only finds him tolerable when she's drunk which i i see what you're doing here with the script which i enjoy i just would have preferred this with a different character or for it not to be off of three back-to-back stories of the same bullshit with joyce which is very irritating to watch because she comes off unlikable which she isn't supposed to be she's supposed to be unlikable in an endearing fashion but the endearment part's not there it's not because she's not learning anything she's just constantly being told stop being so fucking you (laughs) so she tries to prepare him because there is no going back there is no getting someone else he wants to do this press conference and people already the ball's already in motion you can't just keep pressing stop every time you don't get your way they end up having sex uh doug is the first one why everyone else is just happy that she finally had sex with someone without being in a relationship or she thought it was a one night stand except he came back in the morning with breakfast it's like i made a mistake this also kind of talks speaks to some men who just like the idea of a strong woman and being taken care of (laughs) even if it comes with you know there is the other side of that so i thought that was that was the more successful part of this story that that made me not want to quit this show (laughs) because we're coming up on five episodes soon however uh i really need them to back off on joyce like a lot a lot and do a lot more with everyone else because i think that they have more to tell than what is being offered to them and now they feel like the sidekicks in the background for and that's you know not to the show's um success i feel like i already said that word but i can't think of another one right now it's a detriment to only focus so closely on the joyce character because she she needs to be handled in doses if you're gonna keep it up to the way they're handling her and i really want to say something mean about the actress watching how her face uh choose words i know that's probably just what her her look is and thus it feels mean when i bring it up so that's why i said mean (laughs) 
<laughs> so I, I, I preambled it like I wasn't just saying it anyway. It's just naturally distracting. And thus, I do need to focus elsewhere. But following the Joyce plot, Doug is the first to, to point out that she's a hypocrite because she wasn't thinking about all of her high and mighty ideas about women's rights and so on and so on and how about the gender inequality about the fact that you're his boss and you thought to sleep with him and you don't think there's an issue with it and you understood that he was way into you way more than you were into him and you continue to chase your own selfish desires for his penis basically and uh it all leads to her press conference which is embarrassing when he believes that they are in something of a relationship and even brought his parents to show show them off glenn is back in the picture because he decides uh being in a masculine environment that ridicules this magazine that he should probably be the one that goes to his ex-girlfriend's uh press conference because he's gonna be the only one that gives her a fair shake and you know i have an issue with this i think that this whole idea that you can just treat people that there seems to be this reinforcement of an idea that you can in, in fictional characters mind you that seems to bleed into real life or or precipitate these ideas and influential minds that the the white woman can do no wrong and even when wrong is done they're always forgetting like i'm still not over the fact that she treated him and i mean her ex glenn like that i thought that that was cruel how she decided to end their relationship based on some very judgmental opinions of other people and i don't see that she's once again growing from that and yet the men around her continue to not have as much of a problem or seem to forgive it rather easily and she still gets to be the hero of the story and i think that that type of storytelling needs to like if you're gonna go that route then they don't get to be the hero of the story they definitely get to be the one that doesn't win uh there was a character in another show um misfits what was his name i know this is a totally different show it's a tangent but curtis that was his name curtis ended up three seasons into his fate because he never really learned his lesson which was that he needed to stop being so fucking selfish no matter what changes happened in his life and then he ended up dying with nothing and sat and in a very sad way because he never learned his lesson so i feel as if in american television they're not so bold as to make these choices for for their quote-unquote protagonists or they're just their lead characters that leads to them 
not being rewarded for their consistent behavior so the fact that doug has to say and get really a base in his toys because he he's trying to he he's uh trying to uh placate placate <laughs> placate her by saying you know i warned you that this was a bad idea she wants to uh pull it because you know she ends up running out wouldn't even talk to his parents which i thought that was rude you could have tried to handle if you would have been handling the situation like an adult then it wouldn't have gotten this far but you gave him mixed signals and it ended up in this moment and instead of taking some ownership she's all like well we gotta pull the the plug and i have to die on my high horse because you know i have to stick behind and even when she apologizes i'll make sure we'll plug it no matter what you can't make you should not be making that promise no matter how much you want to die on your cross unfortunately you need to deal with your decisions uh, and him saying look if you if this were to be pulled i would be in a deep deep like yes you would lose your all-time one chance at this magazine but i myself will lose so much more including fifty thousand dollars that i stole (laughs) from the books to print an excessive amount of money in the investment that is this magazine so i need you to accept it or fix it one or the other but you making that promise afterwards made me just want to slap her in the face uh and then him just smiling as she walked away because he said what you're the you're only the fourth guy no you need to come out of your ass and say i apologize i used you in a manner that i thought was better than what i supposedly stand for for myself as a female and now seeing the other side of that that has made me realize a b c d e f g i don't even care about the whole story i just need for her to be way better (laughs) let's move over to the other big storyline which was between tina and doug uh they're concerned about an audit he's like the books are clean she decides to go through them because she's very concerned about the business because she has half of her stakes in this they both come from it looks like very humble backgrounds uh we're getting more side of doug than you know he used to they want to buy a building he used to really just be up to his knees and uh illegal activity but he's trying to go legit and it's like we don't have any money and she's concerned about it seems she's more concerned about him and his own like you're putting so much of you in this and it could fail and i feel as if she is just as concerned about the business but she thinks it's gonna hurt him even further because maybe that's his own personal money up in there but she said it was from the business uh the poor one guy he can't see because she notices that fifty thousand dollars is missing she asks different people to see what people are hiding and then the one person was like those is my keys from my aunt 
she recently passed and he was like did she murder her aunt yes you're fucking fired bob turns out that she knew the entire time when he couldn't fire the the guy that was supposedly responsible or someone should be fired for the missing money and he says that he did it and she seems to just forgive him too with a rather uh so it's not even <laughs> it's not even just the 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 white female it is the male character as well because that's a shitty thing to do he even says you know you're the you're the brains behind this operation and you are legitimately making unilateral un- yeah unilateral that's the right word decisions and you're not not only not consulting her but actively lying to her as if she's a fool i didn't like uh either one of the scenarios and how they played out maybe they'll do something more and i'm supposed to feel this way (laughs) and they will grow those characters but i want to see more bambi i was really shelly i was really mad shelly was not in this episode uh and even uh is it vince richie even richie i want to see more of outside of just them and the one dude being like you don't know about the patriarchy or some shit like that in the shower i was like i did not need that nobody needed that even if you're satisfied because in the end it's like bitch i'm about to get all of the bitches bro y'all can be over here making fun of me for being in that magazine all you want to but i am going to be dick full in bush okay okay so yeah that is a more of appropriate reason why he would be walking out of the shower smiling like that and that is the conclusion of this review (laughs) of minx i hope it does get better in the next episode because i would hate to drop it like a hot cake but if it doesn't i might just have to i might just have to so if you want to send feedback for the next episode blacker couch possibly the last <laughs> blacker couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>